everyone, it's time for a live look at the astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman, and this is your look at the astrology for November 27th through December 3rd. Yes, we are just about getting into December and the end of the year 2023. Um, but yeah, so every week we gather live to look at the astrology. So I'm just a few minutes late. It's always like I think I'm ready to go, and then I realize there's something I haven't done. But uh, if you are watching live, do say hello. It's always nice to see where we are watching from. And for those that don't know who I am, uh, my name is Katie Sweetman, and I'm an astrologer and psychic medium located here in uh, the New York City area. And every week we gather live to look at the astrology. And you hear me say every week the astrology is 50%. Uh, you're the other 50%. So how do you work with this time? How do you let it let's say, reveal something to you. Uh, and this is something that we're actually working on in my Saturn Masterclass is that each of the 12 zodiac signs, there's something to discover. It's not just a sun sign. It's not just, okay, Sagittarius season. Of course, we can look at it at that sort of surface level, but there's a lot of rich, let's say, themes, archetypes, even deeper meanings in each of the 12 zodiac signs. And as we stepped into Sagittarius season last week, and I believe I even mentioned this, um, we've stepped into that last quadrant of the zodiac, uh, the quadrant being, you know, four signs. We got Sag, followed by Capricorn, followed by Aquarius, and then that brings us to Pisces, which is the end of the zodiac. So these four signs, they're not personal. We're now starting to look towards themes and archetypes that deal with life on a larger level, larger framework, even a collective level. In Sagittarius, we've reached the last fire sign. We've, we've taken the experiences and sometimes the uncomfortable realizations of Scorpio season, and we've used it to create uh, an alchemy. An alchemy that allows us to open up our eyes, to see things differently. I say this over and over again. It's sort of like my like my joke about Sag. It's like, you know, Sag is known for wisdom and knowledge. How does it, how does it get wisdom and knowledge? It has to go through Scorpio. That's just the way it works. So that's why, you know, I was digging deep in Scorpio season. It's not just because I am a Scorpio, although I do have that personal uh, view on the sign because it, you know, it's the sign of my son. But it's to really appreciate the necessity for Scorpio season to bring us into the last four signs of the zodiac, in particular, to bring us into Sagittarius. So we got lots to talk about today. We've got a Gemini full moon. Um, how, you know, how are you all feeling? How are you all doing? Is it nice to be out of Scorpio season? It's a little bit of a heavy Gemini full moon. It's not the typically uh, airy, breezy uh, Gemini, Gemini being the uh, third sign of the zodiac, so pretty early on in the zodiac, but it's also the first air signs, voice, communication, ideas, information, and it, and it imbues in us a, a needed um, curiosity about life and sometimes even a restlessness of life. I have a Gemini moon, so I know all about Gemini, but my moon's at the end. 
of Gemini. And uh, this moon is actually at four degrees of Gemini. So you got this Gemini full moon that pulls on the energies of Mars and Saturn. You know, something that we talked about last week where we reach these certain points in the year, and this is the Mars-Saturn cycle, uh, or you know, Saturn turning retrograde, Saturn turning direct, which we had on November 4th. So, you know, almost you know, three, almost four weeks ago at this point, these are these structural moments in the year. And, and astrology is time. You know, and you've heard me say that before. It's time, symbolic time, how we live time. And if astrology is time, then what's marking our time? You know, where where do we see the the you know the point where the the hand on the clock goes into a new hour? Well, maybe that's a a planet going into a new sign, but. You know, Saturn and, and, and sort of this the cycle of Saturn really sets us in time, the time of our lives, the time of our year, you know, the, the things that we are building over time. And Saturn always reminds us that things take time. You know how much I love Saturn. I know you're like, Katie, why do you love Saturn so much? It's, it's not particularly a, a light planet, but I don't know, maybe that's Scorpio and me. But I just, I see... You know, Saturn's one of those planets that are really evident. You can we can really see Saturn working its way through our lives, and for me, I think that's pretty pretty nifty. But uh, yes, I see some familiar faces in the live chat. Even if you're not watching live, do say hello. Uh, you can watch this on Spotify, uh, YouTube, um, even Instagram. Although I've been having problems with Instagram lately. It's like I can't upload the full video. I have to cut it. So it's just the introduction. But there's always YouTube and Spotify. So Anyway, uh, yeah, so if you had, uh, you know, were with family last week for the holidays or with friends, you know, hopefully you had a good time. Um, I, I woke up at 4.20 this morning to drive from Maryland to New Jersey, so I'm a little tired. Maybe one of the reasons why I had a little bit of a late start today. So let's, uh, let's jump into the astrology of this week. So let's talk about this Gemini full moon. Uh, it's the headliner for the week. Uh, a full moon, and maybe I don't have to say this, but a full moon plays upon the energies of the new moon two weeks before. So we had a pretty, pretty powerful Scorpio new moon on November 13th. It doesn't necessarily mean that something happened on that date, but it really uh, pressed upon some bigger stories in the Zodiac. So here we are two weeks later, and Gemini and Scorpio typically don't have a lot in common, um, which I think is, that's our first glance, it doesn't have a lot in common, but maybe you've heard me say this before. Scorpio is the eighth sign of the zodiac, and Gemini is Scorpio's eighth sign. Hopefully that makes sense. It, what this tells us is that, you know, the, the eighth sign um, is very powerful, but that's an, maybe a little bit of a different topic, but... To get a sense that Scorpio is the eighth sign, Gemini is, is the eighth sign of Scorpio, is to show that deep down inside, um, Scorpio is a sign that teaches us, about the, teaches us about the duality of life. And what is Gemini? Gemini is the sign of the twins. It's the sign of duality. Is it left? Is it right? Up or down? Yes or no? Everything is kind of binary or maybe it's not binary maybe i have all the choices there is something about the uh the excitement and, and and needing that curiosity needing all the choices of life 
sometimes we get stuck and we forget that we actually have way more options than we actually realize. A Gemini is like, hey, have you tried this? Have you considered this? And I know that sometimes that energy can get a bit uh, spread thin, you know, all over the place. But it, we need that energy to really get us moving and get us motivated to share, to discover, to try new things. Gemini is the sign of information, ideas, education, learning, sort of the mental faculties. Um, we see that with both Gemini and Virgo. Virgo is the other side of the coin for Gemini. And so that rational analytical thinking that we see in Virgo, but the Gemini aspect is just to like take in information, try new things, have all these different experiences, try to put meaning to our different senses that we activated when we were in Taurus, the sign before Gemini. So anyways, we have this Gemini full moon and it, it pretty closely, not exact, activates the energies of Saturn. So the full moon is at four degrees of Gemini. Saturn is at zero degrees of Pisces. That is what we call a square in astrology. That's a 90 degree angle, although not exact, pretty close. When Saturn is part of a full moon or a new moon, it, it, it overlays these energies of where we have to think about the future. We have to think about where are we going? What's the plan? Like, what are the structures that are in place? What are the choices that we are making? We don't always think about Gemini as the sign of choice, but it's actually also the sign of choice. It really helps us to be able to weigh our options. And then if we really have the maturity and wisdom to make the right choices, what are the right choices? Obviously, that's very subjective because the right choice for you and sometimes the right choice for you is not the right choice for other people. It doesn't mean that we don't have a duty and responsibility to be aware of our choices and how our choices impact other people. But this is more of a comment where we can get caught in situations or caught in obligations that trap us or don't allow us to really say what we need to say or do what we need to do. That said, you know, see where that Saturn energy is coming in this week. Um, whether you are trying to really hit a personal milestone, well, maybe you feel like the incline of life is like this. Saturn's like, okay, if you want this, you're gonna have to work for it. And that's, you know, kind of how things work here in the physical manifested world. And that's what you know, Saturn governs our manifested reality. It's time, it's karma, it's aging, it's responsibilities, it's duties. I know you're thinking like, why do you love this planet so much? Well, when you use Saturn for your advantage, it can help you build, it can help you construct. And more importantly, it makes you be able to construct things for the for, that are rock solid and, and grounded for the future. Things that are Saturnian in nature, they're like rock. They don't move. They stand the test of time. There's some, you know, maybe some pluses and minuses about that. But if you want to build a relationship, if you want to build a career, if you want to build a life, yes, it can just be a structure. And then I would argue, you know, what fills that structure? Does it give you meaning and purpose? Does it feel like it, it leaves the legacy that you want to leave? Does it crush the life out of you? So Saturn, as you know, has two sides. So does every planet. So does every sign of the zodiac. 
So we have this full moon and then we have, um, you know, the, the energies of Mars and Saturn that we had this past weekend. So again, really, what's, what's going on? What's the story that's really presenting itself around this full moon? Sometimes and typically full moons are a decision point. They demand action. We have to sort of navigate an event. You know, the, the full moons are sometimes a very event oriented, for example. Then we have the energy of the uh, of Mercury, which governs or rules the full moon because Mercury is a Gemini's planet. It's making a square to Neptune. So Neptune is about as you know opposite as you can get from Saturn because Saturn is our manifested reality. It's things that are solid and grounded. It's again time, karma, aging. Neptune dissolves the boundaries between this world and the next world. That's not to say that Neptune is working counter to us with this full moon, but it's just this reminder that even as we focus on our manifested life, our goals, our achievements, our plans, our structures, our duties and our responsibilities, don't forget about the spirit. Don't forget about the things that actually you know, uh, you know, feel like they're giving back, or there's something you know altruistic about it. You know, wherever Neptune is, there's an energy of a spiritual work. And when something's a spiritual work, it doesn't run on our timeline. It doesn't look the way that it does with our peers. It's like we have to overcome something, transcend something. Maybe that's one of the ways this full moon is manifesting for you. Or maybe it's just to make, to make sure that the things that you're building, the things that you're saying yes to and committing are actually in your heart. Sometimes there's the illusion side of Neptune and we have to pull back the veil and we have to make, you know, are we really building something that's an integrity? Is, it, is there something that we're not seeing? Is there something that's being hidden from us? You know, we'll have to see what the energy of the full moon is. And of course, when we go through each of the 12 zodiac signs, we'll see what is being activated for each of the uh, of the 12 signs. Um, but yeah, we are coming up to December this week. And, um, and before I forget, um, because we're coming up to the end of the year, it's now that time to look at the astrology of 2024. I am doing a two hour, but it's probably more like two and a half hours, uh, webinar on December 30th. So geez, not December 30th, so you know, start that December 20th. And it's going to be um, at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and as it is, as always, you can get the replay, you know, because not everybody can watch the live webinar. But yeah, I, we have to look at Saturn because, you know, when you look at the year, and this is sort of like, you know, how your astrology sausage gets made, um, you have to see what is Saturn doing throughout the year? What are the eclipses doing throughout the year? What are the major alignments, if any? Sometimes they're, they're, they're not, you know, we had some big ones in 2021, 2022. It's a little bit different now, but Pluto goes fully into Aquarius in 2024. We have Neptune actually coming to the end of Pisces, which is kind of wild because it's a 14-year transit. Um, what else we got? We've got um, Jupiter going into Gemini. But you know, for me, if you really focus on Saturn, the eclipses, and um, you know, maybe some of the bigger, what are called ingresses in astrology, Pluto and Aquarius um, is one of them. You get a lot 
to talk about. So, you know, of course, it's going to you know look at each of the 12 zodiac signs and, and what does it mean for you? What does it mean for your sun sign, your rising sign? Uh, you can get the link in the show notes. You can go to my website, empoweringastrology.com, the astrology of 2024, December 20th. Yeah, see, correct date. So yes, I'm, I'm also, uh, you know, this is the last day that I'm offering um, actually a special deal on my lifetime membership. Um, I'm doing a small group of people that will have access to all my webinars, as long as I'm alive. Um, and um, what else? And also my teaching modules. Um, so that's on my website, but you have to go to the store with the webinars. And today is the last day. So Anyway, let's uh, let's go into the astrology of this week, November 27th through December 3rd, 2023. So again, today, the 27th of November, we have a Gemini full moon. It's at four degrees. And as I was saying in the introduction, it's picking up on the energies of Saturn and Mars. But also today is the exact Mercury-Neptune square. Mercury and Neptune have a little bit of a reputation in astrology. I think that's, uh, and what is that reputation? Uh, lies, deceptions, illusions. Um, it's in a, what's called a hard aspect, a square, an opposition. I don't think that's always the way that it presents itself. And I'm saying this as somebody who has Mercury exactly conjunct Neptune natally. Uh, Mercury is the mental mind and, anal and, and the analytical faculties of the mind. It's our ability to discern and to make choices. You throw Neptune into the mix, of course, you can get illusions. You can get a little bit of distortion, but it also can be very intuitive and it can also be very creative. And so one of the things that I wrote about in my full moon report, the link is also on my website, empoweringastrology.com or in the show notes, you know, how we can, you know, take the energies of Saturn and, and, and Mars with this full moon and maybe think outside the box, maybe like look at some creative thinking to have us uh, intuit or to divine the divine you know, a different solution. And maybe we need that. Maybe we're stuck. Maybe we, we have a dream um, that gives us a, a different point of view, or, or maybe we hear something intuitively. You know, I tell, you know it's, it kind of reminds me of a conversation I, I sometimes have with clients. They're like, I, you know, how do I, you know, how do I get the thing or how do I tap into my intuition? So something, you know, kind of comes in. And I tell people, it's never when you, you're searching for it. It's never because you want it. You gotta like, it's like when you're washing the dishes or walking the dog or taking a shower or going for a drive, that's when the light bulb goes off. So it's, you know, I think Neptune is reminding us that we can't be too in the mental mind. Don't forget there is a physical world, Saturn, there's a non-physical world. Neptune actually, in some ways, acts a lot like the moon. It sort of diffuses, it's ethereal, it's, it's sort of the, those really permeable boundaries. And again, you know, strong Neptune in the sky can sometimes really pull us into something that is otherworldly, or it can take us to a level with our, our awareness and our consciousness so that we're able to see outside of something. Neptune energy in its highest expression is unconditional love. Obviously, that's a pretty high bar. We can only hope, but that energy does exist through Neptune. It sort of pulls away anything that really doesn't matter anymore. It helps us to find compassion and forgiveness. 
Then we get, and something I actually wanted to mention in the introduction, this week, actually it was more like yesterday, Sunday, the 26th of November, Venus reached the degree of the October 14th solar eclipse. So there's eclipse energy in the sky right now. And I would say that there's something about this week that's connected back to October and certainly will shed more light on what this uh, the solar eclipse was back in uh, October 14th. That's the thing about eclipses, even though the eclipse is past, even though it's five weeks past or whatever, how many, many weeks away it was, it's still alive, it's still present. It's a point in the sky, 21 degrees of Libra. This point, this, this, this chapter of time that the eclipse opens takes us into the Aries solar eclipse of April 8th, 2024. Right now, the focus, there's this big lens over the next six months on relationships or five months, relationships, connections, socialization, alliances, partnerships, also beauty, grace, the power of being able to see things see things from another person's perspectives. That said, Venus not only reaches the degree of the uh, solar eclipse, it also gets to the south node this week on Wednesday, November 29th. So we have a ripple of eclipse energy this week. Um, you know, it's for you to see what's happening. Uh, sometimes when a planet makes contact with the south node or even north node or square of the nodes, there is that sense that the, the doors of fate are opening and closing. The events that are happening actually have a lot of t- subtext importance. Maybe somebody's coming into our life, maybe somebody's coming out of our life. Maybe this is about relationships this week and for you to look at all relationships, you know, all of your primary relationships this week. Um, but there is again this, this, this ripple of eclipse energy and sometimes when we have the contact to the nodes, life can move very fast. We will see. Then we get into later this week and on the 1st of December. Yes, December. How is it? December almost. I don't know. Uh, Mercury goes into Capricorn. And this is actually uh, your advanced warning. It's in two weeks. Mercury will go retrograde. But if you know me, I don't freak out about Mercury retrograde. I have done plenty of important life events while Mercury is retrograde and I, they, they still stuck. Um, but my point is, is that we need um, Mercury retrograde as a time to go back and to reflect, to integrate, to take a second look at our choices, the things we've learned and the things that we've done. So this week, maybe you want to take note of it for, for further reasons because over December and into January, Mercury is revisiting this time. Um, Mercury will turn retrograde on the 13th of December at eight degrees. It will go back. I forget when it goes into back into Sagittarius. And then by uh, January, I believe, or beginning of February, it's fully out of Capricorn and into Aquarius. So again, pay attention because there may be something about this week that you need to go back and reevaluate and look at. Um, we also have Venus square 
Pluto this weekend, the 3rd of December. This is one of Venus's last tangos with Pluto in Capricorn. Um, yeah, that's the other thing. Pluto in, in the end of January is going back to Aquarius. So we're at the end of an era, believe it or not, and we're you know collectively, globally transitioning into a new era. Pluto is going into Aquarius like it did from last March to last June. So Venus square uh, Pluto, Venus needs to uh, transform and reform how it connects, does relationships, interacts and socialize. And sometimes that means in the case of Pluto, needing to look at the less than helpful ways in which we connect and relate to other people. This includes um, all your sordid behaviors, uh, our obsessions, our power control issues, things around intimacy and vulnerability, trust, but also Venus and Pluto in its highest elevation is very powerful. And maybe a way to transform, and there could be a way to transform and reform our relationship this week. So. Let's look at each of the 12 zodiac signs uh, for the week of November 27th through December 3rd, 2023, starting with Aries. Aries, Mars is your planet. And we talked about this last week. It made a square to Saturn. It's kind of crunch time for you, if I'm being completely honest. Although the energy has waned, you do get another bump of it uh, with the Gemini full moon. What do I mean by crunch time? Saturn makes you feel time. It means it makes you feel your age, responsibilities. Maybe you're having a moment, Aries, where you're just like, what is going on? What am I doing? Where am I going? What am I building? What am I saying yes to? Um, but it's a little bit of a real world moment, if I'm being completely honest. Um, but see how last week is sort of thematically spilling into this week. With Mars, your planet now in Sagittarius, and this takes you into January 4th, uh, it's about what do you believe in? What do you stand for? What do you think is true? And of course, every Aries is going to answer the, these questions differently, um, but it's a time to really uh, look out into the world, whether through the, the lens of philosophy, uh, religion, education, uh, different points of view. There's a need for curiosity at this time, but also a need to really enrich you know, your sense of self, your sense of self in the world to, to look up. And I mean that metaphorically, or maybe you're, you're going, you're looking at the stars right now. But this is a big theme as you go into the new year. And then we have the, um, goodness, we have the Gemini full moon and Gemini is your third sign. And it's actually playing right off of you. It's playing right off of Mercury. And it's playing off of this need to make some big, decisions right now um, to maybe look at your commitments. Uh, maybe there's a lot of existential energy in your chart at the moment, uh, Aries, and really thinking about, um, you know, the your, how you, you focus on education, but more importantly, the decisions that you're making that are really shaping your life at the moment. Taurus. Taurus, Venus is your planet and it's in Libra right now. And uh, you know, for you, uh, Taurus, Libra is your, gosh, I have to like do the, the, the backwards math, um, is your sixth sign. 
There we go. So, you know, for the past uh, few weeks or a couple of weeks, you really needed to focus on uh, work, projects, health, wellness, um, and maybe you've had a lot of things to do. But here's the thing, Taurus, you had an eclipse in this space. It's like your, your, your life is a house, and then there was this eclipse in one of the rooms. And so it says that the whatever this room governs in your life, projects, health, wellness, taking care of things. Um, but this is uh, one of the areas where you're going to see changes into the new year and into that Aries uh, solar eclipse on April 8th of 2024. So maybe using this time to make positive changes in health and wellness, um, really organizing your day-to-day -day life, uh, maybe focusing on projects. And, and this part of, the, of your chart is a very real world space. It's like where you make sure you brush your teeth, you eat your vegetables, for example. I'm just saying this in case any of these things kind of ring a bell for you. Uh, Venus, hit the eclipse degree just yesterday the 26th of November and then this week it lines up with the south node of the moon and so see what's happening this week um, you know things from the past memories feelings um, somebody coming in and coming out of your life you know maybe you're feeling like you need to make a pivot point we'll see of course that's gonna be different for every Taurus for you, uh, Taurus, Gemini is your second sign of money and income, material stability and material security. So you may have some choices to make about the things that you are buying, purchasing, investing in, um, accumulating, you know, what's a value, what's not a value. It's also playing off these energies of Saturn in your 11th, friends, community, society, you know, what's the value and like, are your, are your friendships in value? Are you really investing in your friendships? You know, how are you getting involved in social issues, social causes, for example? But these are some of the ways in which this may be coming up in your life right now, Taurus. Um, Gemini. So it's, I was almost said happy birthday, Gemini. It's not your birthday, but it's, it's, it's six months away. It's almost there, but, uh, the spotlight is on you right now, Gemini. So having a full moon in your sign for some Gemini's means that, you know, there's a lot of attention on you. Maybe you're getting recognition. Maybe there's something that's happening in your life. You know, maybe you're launching a project or something at work or something about you. And if your birthday is in the earlier part of, of Gemini. So this would be like, you know, God, May 20 something or whatever. You know, this is kind of falling on your sun. So maybe we're gonna feel this a little bit more than the other Geminis that are listening. But Gemini, um, there's a lot going on in your astrology. It's, you've got astrology that's really hitting on the bigger corners of your life. Right now, it's more about um, it's more about Saturn in your 10th. And uh, we talked about this last week, but you're in this three-year period where Saturn's asking you, Gemini, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And maybe Gemini is like, I don't want to grow up or, you know, being silly. But Saturn's part of the chart. You know, maybe you are really working hard to build a career at this moment. Maybe you are transitioning your career, maybe transitioning out of a career. But there is this need to get very clear about the role that you're playing in the world. And maybe you're also feeling a lot of duties and responsibilities at the moment. 
Sag, uh, which is your relationship sign, is where Mercury, your planet, and Mars is at the moment, although Mercury will go to Capricorn later this week. It's about relationships, although Mars moves more slowly than um, Saturn. But when we get into next uh, May, I'm really jumping ahead of myself, uh, Jupiter will go into Gemini. And then later in 2024, we're gonna have our first eclipse in Pisces. So it's like the, the big points of Gemini's life are starting to activate. So maybe you're feeling like it's, you know, life is a bit big at the moment, relationships, moves, different directions, maybe with that eclipse, it's about children, starting a family, of course, every Gemini is differently. Um, but when your planet leaves uh, Sagittarius and goes to Capricorn later this week on the 1st of December, it goes into your eighth sign. Mercury will spend and it will go in and out of your eighth and seventh sign all the way into the end of January. So there's this theme about relationships that are that is highlighted for you at the moment it doesn't have to be romantic relationships, but really the, the, the major people who are in your life at the moment. If it's about relationships, it's also about intimacy, trust, uh, vulnerability. And as Mercury goes into Capricorn, um, and, and even it will come out later in December, really uh, you're going more deeply into these themes about intimacy and trust etc uh, for some it is about money and finance and investments and assets but it's to really see um you know who are the people in your life what's your relationship with them do you trust them is there a sense of intimacy and vulnerability and also using this time to get into the deepest parts of yourself cancer Cancer. So the moon is your planet and the moon, you know, kind of quickly goes through each of the 12 zodiac signs um, every month. And so that's why your life kind of goes, you know, up and down and in and out and all these different feelings. But that said, having a Gemini full moon puts the spotlight in something called your 12th sign. The 12th sign is the last sign of the zodiac. It's, it's, it's not the last sign of the zodiac. It's your last sign of your personal zodiac. Around this time this year, it could be December, it could be very late November, there's typically a Gemini full moon. And this is your time to uh, pull away from the world, focus on retreats, letting go. Um, if the opposite side of the chart, which is your six, is physical health, the 12th is your spiritual health. It's a time to look at the, you know, how are you really tending to the, the needs of your spirit, your soul, whatever you believe in. You know, do you need to rest? Do you need to go within? Are you searching for answers? It's a bit of an existential full moon for you that is actually hitting on some big themes because this full moon was right after Mars square Saturn. Um, Saturn for you is in your ninth. The ninth is like, like, what do I believe in? What do I stand for? How do I see the world? Mars for you is a career planet. And so maybe you're trying to get clear about like, what's your direction in life? Is it in alignment with your values? It's not, I realize it's, we don't always have the luxury to be paid to do what we love or be paid to do what we really are in alignment with as a sense of value and, um, you know, kind of mission and purpose in life. But you may be thinking about these big questions. You know, what is my mission? What is my purpose, for example? The full moon for some, and, and, I, and, and I was actually thinking about this um, as I was driving back from Maryland today, um, how the 12th is also a space where we can actively use it to let go of something. 
it's the space, like the, you know, because it's typically the domain of Pisces, where the two fishes, one goes in one way, one goes in the other. And that reveals to us that there that the material world stays here and the spirit world, you know, kind of takes us beyond. And we can use the the energies of the twelve to look at our addictions, our attachments, <clears throat> and use this energy to let something go. Again, this is not for every cancer, but maybe for, you know, to use this uh, to let go of something that's an earthly attachment, or maybe you just want to clean, clean things out as you get ready to close out another year. Leo. Leo, so the sun is in Sagittarius, and Sagittarius is a fire sign, and you too our fire signs we get this double hit of fire energy and you're in the time in your personal zodiac calendar where it's about play creativity self-expression uh joy that sounds nice um and you know of course it's a little bit of a heavier time because we do or we did at least last week have the energies of the sun making a square to saturn Here's the thing, Leo, and you know, we'll talk about this off and on over the next you know, couple of years, yes, couple of years, but Saturn is in your eighth. When Saturn goes into the eighth, and this only does this three years out of 30, yes, 30, this is the time in your personal calendar to really do a lot of deep inner work. You're like, great, Katie, I don't want to do a lot of deep inner work, but it's very likely that you know exactly what I'm talking about because you're already feeling it. Saturn brought you into the 8th back on March 7th of 2023. And over the next couple of years, you're you're cultivating you know, the, into the deepest of the space and the deepest parts of yourself. We all have to do this inner work. It's to look at our hidden motivations. It's to look at the things that we haven't wanted to look at. And it's my personal belief that we're not meant to do the 8th alone. This is why it's a great time to have support, have a therapist, have a counselor, have a trusted guide, for example. And so with, you know, Sagittarius season, maybe you're getting into self-identity. Who are you? But in order to do that, you need to look at, you know, the shadow side of yourself and maybe make some serious decisions about what are you bringing forward with you? What are you leaving behind? You know, Mars is in Sagittarius right now, so you can take this personal work and use it to really reveal and to open up the self. So, of course, that you can share it. <clears throat> then there's the Gemini full moon, and, and, and for you, Gemini is your 11th sign. The 11th sign is the sign of friends, community, society, humanity. <clears throat> Sorry, voice, throat chakra. And this is the full moon that really puts the spotlight on these things in your life. So maybe it's time to really focus on who are my friends? Who are my, you know, who, who are the people that I really trust, that I really want to sort of build my community with? Uh, maybe it's more broadly about community, spending more time out in your community. The full moon, the 11th, also puts a spotlight on the future, meaning what are your hopes and dreams? What are your wishes? And, and to use this full moon, um, at least over the next couple of days, to really vision the future that you'd like to create for yourself. Of course, everything is always unfolding and going off in its own directions. Um, but you can use this energy to really like, you know, try to have again, a vision, you know, make it feel real in your mind's eye. 
where do you want to put your life towards? And of course, as you do a lot of that personal work, maybe this is facing your fears, facing your insecurities, facing your inner saboteur, so you can get closer to that future vision. Virgo. Virgo. So Mercury is your planet and Mercury is wrapping up its time in Sagittarius Sagittarius this week. So for you, Virgo, Sagittarius is your fourth sign, home, family, roots, foundation. Mars is there too. And you also, um, I think we talked about this last week, Saturn is in your uh, your seventh sign of relationship. This is really pressing heavily on two of the four pillars of your life, the self, family, relationship, career, or, or duties and responsibilities, depending on how you look at it. And so it may be kind of a big time for you, especially as we close out the year. Maybe you're thinking about the future, where you want to go. Uh, Mars and, this, and the bottom of your chart can be a bit of a noisy addition to home and family. Maybe you're preparing for a move. Maybe that's something that's, you know, as you get closer to the Sagittarius uh, new moon of, of December 2nd, of December 12th, um, maybe you're preparing for change, changes in the home, changes in the household. Somebody's moving in, somebody's moving out. Uh, for you, Virgo, uh, Gemini is something called your 10th sign. So this is the time every year, whether it's late November or the first few weeks of December, where the spotlight is on your professional life. If it's not literally career, it is your public life, your public reputation. Or it's a time when you're trying to really go after an achievement, uh, really be recognized for something. But nevertheless, this is a time to really think about authority and responsibility and all the duties and responsibilities that we have. Like I said, this a lot of things happening in your astrology at the moment that really talk about capital L life. Of course, every Virgo is going to live this time differently. On the, um, goodness, on the... 1st of December, Mercury is going to go into Capricorn, which is your fifth sign. And it's just a friendly reminder that uh, two weeks time, well, three weeks as I'm recording this, Mercury is going to turn retrograde. And Mercury will actually be in and out of Sag and Capricorn, yeah, Sag and Capricorn. So home and family, the self, identity, uh, uh, children, if that's even relevant for you. Really pay attention to what's happening this week, next week, and I believe the week after, because it's a sort of a place in the sky that you are revisiting. It's a place in your life you're re- revisiting, including the choices that you're making and uh, the things that are happening in your life. So just take notes this week. Libra, Libra. So let's go back to that October 14th solar eclipse. How are you doing, Libra? It's to have an eclipse in your sign says that life is not ordinary, at least on you know on paper on astrology paper this is how it's supposed to work but life is not ordinary at the moment there's something potentially dynamic it could be something as simple as you feel or are feeling the energies of a new beginning or maybe something is happening that's initiating a new beginning maybe life is a bit allowed at the moment and the thing about eclipses is that even though october 14th was five six weeks ago it it started something and that degree 21 degrees if your birthday is on or just about october 14th is going to be a powerful new year for you but that degree is where venus was yesterday 
and, and somewhat today, although it's starting to pull away. So maybe it took to be, you know, this week or this weekend for you to really see what this eclipse was about. Maybe you're scratching your head. Maybe we have to wait, you know, till later. Sometimes we don't really see the eclipse until the midpoint of the eclipse. And that's three months after, or sometimes three months before the eclipse. Uh, that said, Venus crosses the south node this week on Wednesday, and that's a time when it's, the south node's like the past. It's like reaching into a deep well of memory and instinct, past lives if you believe in it. But this may be a pivot point week for you, some, for some people to let something go, to let go of the past, to let go of attachment, maybe something about relationships or you and somebody else. Um, it might be a time when, um, you know, the, the doors are, I know it's a big statement, but the doors of fate are opening and closing because that's what the nodes do. Every Libra is going to live this, live this differently. And maybe, you know, some Libras, nothing happens. It's just to sort of pay attention to what the story is. Then there's the Gemini full moon and the Gemini full moon puts the spotlight on your ninth. The ninth is where we open up our eyes to the world. Whether that's literally you go to school, you get on a plane, you travel, you explore, you learn about different cultures, you learn about different point of views. Opening up our eyes also means opening up our eyes to the bigger picture. The Sagittarius, or sorry, the ninth is the space of faith, truth, wisdom, knowledge. So really seeing what are these big themes about faith and truth and meaning. Maybe you're searching for a meaning. Maybe you're really rallying behind something that's a sense of mission and purpose. It's something that you're advocating for. The energies of this full moon pull back to uh, Sagittarius, your third. For some, it's very much about travel or it's very much about education at the moment. But nevertheless, it's a time for you to really, you know, if you're going to stand behind something, make sure that you're absolutely in your integrity and make sure you are checked all your facts. Scorpio, Scorpio. So we had that big Mars uh, Saturn square just a couple of days ago. So you are ruled by Mars. So Mars, um, as of right now, it's out of Scorpio and it's in Sag. Sag is money, income, material stability and security for you and your own personal zodiac. With Saturn square, it's hustle time. There's something that maybe you're really feeling pressed upon. Uh, you're feeling like life is capital L at the moment. Um, maybe it is literally about working to get more money, or maybe it's about making investments or focusing on material stability and material security at the moment. Saturn is over in your fifth. So there's some element about this that's about identity and self, but maybe also looking at your talents and gifts and abilities and how those can help you create material stability and security. Or maybe looking at the self and self-worth and value and maybe making sure that that you sort of elevate that self-worth and value because that can sometimes translate really into dollars or whatever your local currency is. It's because how can you make the money you need if you don't feel that you are worth it, for example? So we just had the Mars uh, Saturn square and it ripples into the Gemini full moon. Scorpio, you are the eighth sign. Gemini is, you, is your eighth sign. Count out eight signs. 
And so there's this is the time that feels a bit familiar as a Scorpio, the inner work, the soul searching, the tearing yourself apart, um, the looking at the shadow. I know it never stops, Scorpio, but this is a what's called an eighth house full moon for you. So it's to look at the seasons of life and sometimes how life is uh, not finite, meaning sometimes it's time to let go, to move on, for things to pass on. Um, maybe you're thinking about legacy, estates, investments, wills, inheritances. Um, I know these are heavy subjects, but these are all the things that are within the eighth house for you. But with the, you know, Mars and Mercury in your second, it's so much about money and income and material stability at the moment. Um, so whatever you can do to take step ups and really build and create a foundation for you will be a great way to work with the energies of Saturn. Sagittarius, Sagittarius, it is your birthday. How did we get here? I'm thinking my brain is somewhere in September. I was like, yeah, I just celebrated my birthday. Like, I don't, I don't know how that happened, but Sag, Jupiter is your planet. It continues to be in your sixth sign. By the way, Jupiter will turn direct. It's retrograde at the moment. It'll turn direct at the end of December. Doesn't mean that your life is on hold, but there's need to go back and to reintegrate and to look at whatever your relationship is with health and wellness how you take care of your body, your relationship with your body. You, you, are you connected to it? Are you not? You're like, what are you talking about? Of course I'm connected to it. But you'd be surprised how many of us are walking around and we are completely disassociated, disassociated from our physical being. So use this time to really become more embodied, to look at your routines, look at your rituals, look at your day-to-day -day life. That said, uh, there's a lot of big astrology that's that's happening and starting to happen more as you go into 2024 for Sagittarius. First is we got, you know, Mars in your sign isn't the big deal. Mars takes six weeks to go through a zodiac sign, but this is a time for new beginnings, excuse me, new beginnings for you, especially after that Sagittarius new moon on December 12th, a new beginning, new initiatives, feeling that energy of Mars really powering and driving you forward. Mercury, which is not only a relationship planet, but it's also a career planet, is also in Sagittarius. So it's really feeling a need to take action, to have initiatives, and maybe even to make changes in a relationship or in your career. Although Mercury will move on to Capricorn later this week. Then there's Saturn. Saturn's in your fourth home, family, roots, foundation. Where is home and who is home? You are less than one year into a three-year chapter where home and family need your attention. Whether you start a family, move, put down roots, maybe your parents are, are aging, they need more attention. Maybe you're really getting into the emotionality and internality of the where is home and who is home question. A Gemini full moon puts the spotlight on relationships. So this is a natural time in the year where relationships are in focus. Maybe somebody comes into your life, maybe somebody leaves your life, but there's a lot of dynamic astrology that's happening between you and other people, Sag, Gemini, this week, and I would even say even last week. With Saturn in the mix, 
this is not you know relationships for relationships sake maybe you're thinking about the future maybe you're thinking about who and what and how do i want in my life in order to feel settled to feel grounded in my life um maybe it's making some big decisions and especially big decisions about an existing relationship and partnership if and only if it doesn't hit the mark saturn energy is very black and white either it works or it doesn't work or this is our opportunity to really put the work in but when you go especially in next year when jupiter goes into gemini and then the second half of 2024 we have our first eclipse in pisces it's gonna get increasingly dynamic and big time for sagittarius Capricorn, Capricorn, Saturn is your planet, continues to be in Pisces. It'll be in Pisces until uh, February of 2026. In the meantime, we had that pretty big deal, Mars, Saturn square last week. So Mars right now is in Sagittarius. Sagittarius is your 12th. So you're in this time that takes you all the way until January 4th when, when Mars goes into Capricorn. Hey, that's you where it's about coming to the end of something. That's the thing about the 12th. It's the end. It's the time to, to go within, to reflect, to release, to sort, to look at the baggage and to clear what you don't want to bring with you into the next cycle that begins right after the new year for you. <clears throat> with Mars, Mercury, and the Sun in Sagittarius, there's a lot of soul searching. There's a lot of existential questions. For some, it's also to look at spiritual health. How do you take care of your spiritual needs? Do you get quiet? Do you meditate? Then we have a uh, Gemini full moon. The Gemini full moon is about your physical health. It's about doctor's appointments, making sure you have a smoothie or you get some fresh air, you go for a walk, whatever it is for you. But finding the balance is between heaven and earth is like a big theme for you right now. And for some Capricorns, it really is about health and wellness and, the, and sort of the nuts and bolts things. You can use this full moon to really make some decisions, and especially with the square to Saturn, make some serious decisions. Serious decisions can be positive decisions. You're making a commitment to your health. You're making a commitment to yourself. Um, I think with Saturn and Pisces, again, it will be there for the next couple of years. It's whatever decisions that you're making, they have to hit your heart. They have to hit your soul. Again, a lot of existential searching with this full moon and even Sagittarius season. This is all in preparation for your birthday season in a few weeks' time. Aquarius, Aquarius, so Saturn is your planet, it continues to be in Pisces, it'll be there until February of 2026, I know, it, Saturn will spend three years in each of the zodiac signs, so you have these very particular three-year chapters. Having your planet Saturn in Pisces is very different than the past six years when Saturn 2018, 19, 20 was in Capricorn, 2021, 22, and 2023 was in Aquarius, your sign. It's more emotional when it's in Pisces. It's more heart-based. It needs to have a sense of mission and purpose in the world. On a more uh, fundamental level, Saturn is in your second sign. This continues to be a time that's very much about money, income, material stability, and material security, and looking at these deeper themes of value and worth. 
Sagittarius season for you is a time, and especially with Mars, which was a career planet, you really have, like last week, this week, making some serious choices about the future. What do you, where do you want your career to go? What are you trying to build for the future? What, what are your ambitions? Uh, that said, Gemini is your fifth sign. And so the spotlight, in a way, is on you. The fifth gets into the self, identity, self-expression. And anything that lights you up and gives you joy and gives you passion. So with a lot of crunchy energy about career and direction right now, how do you get back to you? Whether it's literally needing to spend more time with yourself or do the things that you love or not be burnt out or trying to find the balance between the duties and responsibilities of life and the world, but also you and doing, you know, making sure that you're sharing your gifts and talents and abilities with the world. Uh, but that said, uh, it's, a, it's a little bit of a heavier time, you know, this will start to fade as we get further into Sagittarius season. But that said, you are starting to come to the end of your personal zodiac calendar. Sag is friends, community, society, humanity. And these are about really kind of looking out into the world and seeing who your allies and who your social circle is. And when you get into Capricorn season, in three weeks time, you start to prepare for the end of your personal calendar, which then begins when the sun goes into Aquarius in late January. Finally, Pisces. So Pisces, Jupiter is your planet. You hear me say that every week and it's still down in Taurus, your third voice communication. Use this time to focus on your education, whether you're taking classes, getting curious about life, maybe you're, you're speaking more, maybe you're thinking about voice and how you share your voice, for example. Jupiter in the same sign as Uranus, Uranus is in Taurus, means that as you go into the new year, this is a time that may shake you awake, give you new points of view, uh, get you out of a rut, for example. A lot of big uh, themes happening in Pisces is astrology at the moment. I'm, I'm mostly focusing, let's say, Mars and Sagittarius, which is your career sign. We had that big deal squared to Saturn last week. So this is really pressing upon you and new beginnings and these duties and responsibilities. And sometimes the heavy energy that Saturn feels like in your sign, every Pisces is living this differently, but Saturn makes us feel time. It makes us feel capital L life, the milestones of life, the duties and responsibilities. Mars up in the career part, especially with the sun and even Mercury, at least for the, up until the first, this is a time when you really have to focus on duties and responsibilities, taking things on, doing the right thing, uh, focusing on your career, focusing on directions, a little bit of a heavy time for you, Pisces. Um, Gemini for you is your fourth sign. This, this is a full moon that puts the spotlight on home, family, roots, foundation, past, memories, emotional needs. So it's really, it's not a, I have to be honest, not a light full moon. It's not a light time for you, Pisces. And maybe with the energies of Jupiter in the third, you need to advocate for yourself. You need to speak what you need to say. And maybe it's not what people expect. <laughs> But that said, take care of yourself. Um, I know Saturn's a heavy influence, but this is the time, a time in life, Pisces, that's really trying to build and forge you for the future. 
So there you go. That is your look at the astrology of November 27th through December 3rd, 2023. My name is Katie Sweetman. Uh, you can follow me online at empoweringastrology.com. Um, you can book a consultation with me. You can sign up for my newsletter. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube. We're here together. But um, I appreciate you all, and I thank you all for sharing my work and some of you are my clients. And I, you know, these are the things to think about, especially as we, you know, just past Thanksgiving, we're going into the holidays, and you know, you know, it's important to to to, to think about the things that are really important in your life. So. I will see you all next week. Uh, do check out my webinar, The Astrology of 2024. We got some stuff to talk about in the new year. And uh, today is the last day for that special deal that I'm doing for a lifetime membership. So let me know if you're interested. And uh, until the next time, have a great week. Take care. Great full moon. Bye-bye.